Hi, everyone. Here's a sneak peek of Dishing Drama with Dana Wilkie. If you'd like to hear the full episode, please subscribe to us on Patreon. Come on, bitch, 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 let's go. Come on, get, get, get ready, bitches. Please welcome to the stage the queen of COVID, Dana Wilkie. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So for for those listeners out there, Dana uh, is just getting over COVID. Yep. I'm on my, today is my 12th day of uh, COVID symptoms. Oh God. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It was um, really brutal. I really, everyone kept saying it's so mild. And I was like, this is not mild. This is awful. <laughs> and, yeah. and I, so I started looking into it and it turns out that uh, some of the variants of COVID attack your nervous system. So you start to like, feel like you're going crazy. You have like depressed, some people mm. get depression and they get like uh, neurotic OCD, like all these crazy things. So I got all of it. Yeah, I got all of you're it. I'm going to try to blame that on COVID. I see. <laughs> I see. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm going to blame it on COVID. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like what was depressed for days. Oh. And then I was like crying for no reason. And then I was like neurotic, like running around the house, like trying to clean shit that didn't need to be cleaned, like a psycho. Oh. And then I was like, yeah, it was. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the worst. Like the psychological aspect of COVID is way yeah. like even worse than the. Oh, the physical God. symptoms I had. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm glad you're feeling a little better. Yeah. So I I wanted to reach out to my friend, Freddie. I have a, a friend and his name is Freddie and he does, it's Reality Diamond, Freddie or Freddie Reality Diamond. And he and I love to, to chat. Um, he's a really interesting person. He's sort of out of the UK. And, and it was really funny because, I don't know, I was talking to him about PK... Um, Kemsley's new, uh, you know, show and how I was so curious about it. Uh, obviously there's, you know, it's, we'll get into the contradictions of him doing this show, uh, as we get into the podcast here, but, um, I was like just chatting with him about it. And Freddie's like, oh, guess what? I tried out for that. Or, or they like tried to cast me for that show. And I was like, okay, you have to come on and, you know, we'll do like, a, a yeah, like a fun, about that. yeah, wow. here. Yeah, I hear about it. So uh, let me bring him on. Hi, Freddie. Hello. Thank you for having me on. How are you? I'm so good. I love your accent. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I love the American accent as well. <laughs> are you like, are you posh or are you not posh? I don't know the difference on the accents. Tell me. I think, yeah, people do even even at like school and things like that, people said I was posh. But I find that that term can be quite uh, sort of cliche. I hate using it, but I guess I sort of am. 
I love it. I don't think there's any, as an American, I really love, you know, that you can tell like a posh person by their accent. I think that's so hot. <laughs> it's the Queen's English, as I call it. Yeah, that's right. She has a very posh, she's as posh as it gets, right? Yeah, she is. And then if you look at all those other royals, you see how much their voices change since they married into the royal family because they've had elocution lessons to make their voice sound even more proper uh, than it was. So just really, I mean, I'm sorry to go on this for a minute, but like, what is a, an, a sign of a, a posh English accent? Like, what would you learn in that lesson, let's say? Just like two things, maybe. Um, I think you'd be sort of, it's sort of about how you, using proper words, speaking in a proper and proficient way as such. Um, and I think also, you you know, it's certain things like the, saying a napkin, you wouldn't say necessarily things like a serviette, for example. So, so you, sort of the things, what you, what you say and how you say them as. So you would say serviette or you'd say napkin? <laughs> you'd say, you'd say napkin. Oh my God. Serviette sounds so much more posh though. That's so weird. <laughs> I know it's a bit, it's a bit like how people call a scone a scone when it's actually a scone. Oh my gosh, I'm learning so much already. Um, <laughs> do you think that Lisa Vanderpump has a, does she have a posh accent or what, or has she, what do you think about her accent? As much as I like Lisa Vanderpump, uh, yes, she does speak with, I guess, as you say, a posh accent, but I don't think she was always, she's always had that accent as such. I do think it's maybe, maybe she's had elocution lessons. This is too bitchy. I shouldn't say it. I'm awfully glad I did. Oh, so yeah. So maybe she's faking it till you make it. Oh, she made it. So that's okay. <laughs> she, she's made, she's made it. But if you look at sort of maybe the background and stuff and then sort of her brother's accent, her brother that sadly passed away's accent and, and things like that, it, it's not really the same as such. Um, and, and she was brought up in an area called Dulwich, which whilst it's a very nice area to live in now, back when she was a child, it wouldn't like if someone from sort of a partial or rich family would not necessarily live there. They'd live in somewhere more like Chelsea or Mayfair or Belgravia. So she probably, Lisa probably came from humble beginnings then. I think she would, not necessarily humble, I think she was sort of more, you know, she wasn't, she didn't come up from humble beginnings, but she wasn't brought up from a really wealthy background as such. Un understood. So uh, I, I have you ever heard any uh, gossip, just while we're on the topic, uh, about Lisa and Ken and, and where they came from in, in England? I've heard a little, I, I could share it, but. I mean, I've heard a few things. I kn knew that Lisa was brought up in a place called Dulwich. I knew, I know that uh, Ken Todd, he came from very humble beginnings. And I rem I know that they lived, when they were living in England, they lived in a very nice house in Holland Park, actually by where David and Victoria Beckham live now. And they also had a place in Cheltenham in Gloucestershire which I believe is now a hotel and that that's a manor house. 
Wow. Well, you know, Ken is a, an interesting guy. Uh, well, I, I mean, you know, I kind of, I've got to try to remember how she met Ken. Oh, I remember. So Lisa and Ken met when Lisa, I believe, was working at a nightclub. Now, Lisa at the time was, I believe, dating another man. And Ken was in London. He'd retired from football, I believe, at this stage. And he was known as a bit of a playboy around London. And apparently when they first met, um, it, yeah, they, it didn't sort of, they, Lisa felt that they had sort of energy between them straight away. And then it wasn't until a while later that Lisa, that, uh, Lisa was asked on a date by Ken. And that was then, and then when they married, that was how they ended up setting up all these clubs and the likes of London and Monaco. And then, of course, they made the move to uh, Beverly Park in Los Angeles. Well, and I heard that back in the day, Ken, you know, Ken's like, bars weren't fancy in london they were like kind of i don't know how would you call them like well so what i know is so i believe ken did own a bar at the time he owned lisa but yes that that period of his life when he was sort of first went into that trade they weren't fancy but after he married lisa and I guess the more seedy bars, as you could call them, was, you know, made money. He was then moving into the more luxury areas of London, such as Mayfair and things, and setting up lots of clubs there. I believe they also owned a few gay clubs in Soho, as that was where they met uh, that house guest friend of theirs, Cedric. Yes. If you are liking what you're hearing, please review, rate, and subscribe.